As the general manager, I can honestly say that I am so proud of my team in this season. Um, they are a strong group of men, and I'm, I'm so proud of them. My starters are amazing individuals. The practice squad, you know, they're the practice squad for a reason, but still very, very good guys. And I'm just, I'm really proud. I'm really excited about this season and what the team is doing. Um, I just want to stop for a second and say that I am by no means a sports expert. And forgive me if I like totally mess up any of the sports terms that I may attempt to say in this episode. So I appreciate y'all rocking with me. Uh, Clearly today we are talking about my dating life. So um, I just want to say that I'm about to tell y'all all my business. (laughs) names won't be revealed but um some of the team's members listen to the podcast so apologies in advance if you're offended but you shouldn't be because I have nothing but great things to say about the team in this season so yeah you know people talk about a roster but I have taken it and I have fully embraced it when I first started dating I didn't know what I was doing I didn't know what I was doing. And I say this often. And it's funny because me and my mother actually recently had this conversation. I was raised to be a wife, right? Like my parents just celebrated their 45th wedding anniversary. And my whole life, I saw my mother be, and to this day, be an amazing wife to my, my father. So I know how to be a wife. When it was time for me to date, I was clueless. (laughs) And she recently said to me, she was like, Tasha, I can only show you what I know. And when I say that I wasn't raised to date, that is not a shot to her. And she knows that, but that is my reality. You know, like I know how to be a wife. And the first mistake that I made when I started to date was that I was being wifey. Like I was giving too much of myself. And, And hear me, I don't mean sexually, but I was giving all of my time, all of my energy. And I I said this in an earlier podcast uh, before, I was giving too much of myself um, to men too soon. And one, for some men, that's a turnoff. It's, you know, it's it's just too much too soon. Um, Two, it wasn't the timing, you know what I mean? Like everyone doesn't get all of you. Not that they don't deserve it, but that's everyone just can't handle it all of who you are. So sometimes you can't give a person everything. And that's what I was doing. I was giving way too much of myself, um, too much of my essence, my being to to men too soon. And it, it it was just an exhausting experience. So I had a roster and it was all right. You know, it was cool. But I made a lot of mistakes in my early uh, career as a general manager, made a lot of mistakes. I um, put everybody in the game, okay? Like, listen, everybody, if I had 10 on the bench, 10 went in. No, like I had to learn quickly. No, 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 everybody doesn't get to start because there's a lot of mistakes and everyone is not skilled to to be under the big lights. So I had to learn to um, separate them. You know, you got a practice team, you know, the, the people, the guys, that kind of, you know, show you what to do when it's game time, you know? And then, you know, obviously you got the starters, but then y'all, there were people on the team 
that should have should have been in the stands. You know, they should have just bought a ticket to the game, not be in the game. That's like me buying a ticket uh, to, I don't mess this up, me buying a ticket to the Bulls. I'm going to say what I know. Y'all talk about me later. That's like me buying a ticket to the Bulls and expecting Jordan to pass me the ball. Yes, I said Jordan because I know other basketball players, but do I know what teams they on? I don't. I do not. LeBron, some people say arguably one of the the, the best to do it. I don't know what team he played for, y'all. Miami? Is it Miami? I'm sure y'all will tell me in the comments whether I'm wrong or right. But um, I chose Jordan because I know he played for the Bulls. Okay. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is I was putting people in the game that had no business being in the game. So I learned the hard way that everybody can't, everyone that comes to the stadium can't be on the court. Okay. So yeah. So I learned, I learned that the hard way and not that I was dating everybody, but pretty much like I was so ready to like, to be in another relationship because all I know is relationships. You know, I dated my daughter's father for a few years and um, we ended up relationship. And then a few months later, I started dating my ex-husband. And then a few months after that, we were married. So, and then for the next 14 years, we were, you know, husband and wife. So I, I didn't know who Tasha was outside of a relationship. Also, the first mistake as a GM was that I was ready to play. I was ready to put everybody in and play when really we should have been in training camp. Again, y'all, I don't know if basketball people have training camps. I think that's baseball. Anywho, I'm just going to lay low with the sports analogies for now, but y'all get what I'm trying to say. I was ready to like jump back in really, really soon. And it was too soon. So I dated uh, a couple people and, you know, the roster, you know, the team was, you know, filling up and everybody, you want to, you and my DMs, come on, you want to come play? Come on, everybody, come on, everybody get on the field, the court, y'all know what I mean. Everybody come on <laughs> and we're going to, we're going to play the game. And it was a, it was a disaster. So I took a pause for a minute and um, then I started dating again and you know, it's not a secret because we did a whole episode about me and Cliff dating. So go back a few episodes uh, if you want to hear that story. And then after I dated him, I legit took a real pause. I really was intentional. And I know a lot of times people say, oh, yeah, love yourself and, you know, date yourself. And for a long time, I didn't like that because it was like, I love I love myself but I don't want to be by myself, you know? And, but I, I had to understand what they meant by that. Like, I, I didn't know how could I pick what I wanted when I didn't know who this Tasha was? Because I, you know, we talked about change last episode and we talked about evolution and growth. I had grown. So what I had liked, what I liked before is not necessarily what I need or want or even like now. So I really had to sit with myself. I did the take yourself out on dates. I still do that. Um, I, I started to enjoy my own company. 
And it is one thing to love yourself because I believe you have to love yourself. And I've never had an issue with that. I've always loved myself. But I don't necessarily know if I enjoyed my own company because I never wanted to be alone. So I had to learn how to enjoy myself and enjoy my own company and enjoy my own space. And now I'm at a place where I'm good if I'm in that space by myself because that is a decision that I make. There's not a desperation to be with somebody. And the reality is y'all like, you know, if I want to have sex with somebody, I can do that. You know what I mean? Not to be cocky or not to be overly confident, but like, and I don't want to make this like a, a crude episode, but if I wanted to have sex, I could get that, you know? It was it was more about being in a space with someone where I was seen and they were present. And I didn't want to share my space or my time or my energy on just anybody because y'all, time is too precious and it's too short. Um, space is too sacred and energy is too valuable to just give it away. So I had to learn to hold those things very, very dear to me. And once, um, once I learned to do that, y'all, when I tell you the team picked up, it's so funny because at one point my team, it was cool. It was some, it was some cool guys on there. But when I looked at the team, when I looked down the roster, I literally were, was piecing together a man. Like one one guy had this quality. One guy had that quality. One, had, one guy had, you know, another quality. And when I looked at them all, all of them together made one the perfect man. You know, not really perfect because we talked about that last time, but made a guy that I would be okay with being with. And... I wasn't I wasn't satisfied with that. And I don't want to use the term dating down because it's not to diminish the other men, but for me they weren't enough. And I mean that in the best way possible because I'm really good friends with some of those guys and I don't know if they'll ever listen to this or if they'll ever identify as one of those guys. But really they and I I don't want to use the term level because again I don't want to diminish anyone's worth but for me they weren't where I was or or where I know I was going and I had just decided like this is I I can't do this anymore so I had the conversation with them all and you know we're all cool some I talk to some I don't but once I decided that I was going to date with intention And I just wasn't going to be with someone just for the sake of being with someone. Or I just wasn't going to talk to someone just because I wanted to, I didn't want to not talk to someone. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't want to just have someone in my space for the sake of having someone in my space. Because I had learned how to be okay with being in my own space. You know? So once I was okay with being in my own space, I made the decision well, I'm just not, I'm not just going to let you in here just because you have to have value and you have to have a reason um, for being with me or, or being in my space. So once I determined that, the the team picked up. And what I mean by that is I started to date guys that 
not only added to me, but they saw me. It wasn't about who I worked for. It wasn't about what I could give them. It wasn't about resources or connections or network um, or even sex or clout. It wasn't about any of that. And not that the guys before them, that was their motive, but it was just something that wasn't there. And even in this moment, I can't quite put my finger on it, but they just, they weren't in a space that I wanted to be in, whether that's a mental space or an emotional space. Um, And honestly, the more that I sit here and talk it out, I feel like the guys previously they all required something from me. Yep. That that was that's exactly it. They all required something from me. Not in a bad way. But they all required something from me is what I'll say. And with the team now, I can honestly say with a smile on my face, <laughs> you could probably hear it in my voice, thinking about them, they don't require anything from me. And um, that is the best feeling in the world for a person who is a servant, a constant giver, someone who always puts others before her, to be in a space where someone will say to you, you don't have to do anything. I just want you to be you, whatever that looks like. For someone to say to me, what do you need me to do for you? For someone to say to me, I am a safe space. I am a soft landing. That's that's what it is. And it's funny because with the previous team, I never put those dots together. I just knew there was a void. And now with the current team of starters, that's what they all bring. So um, let's break down the team dynamic, shall we? So of course, we are, well, I'm, I'm work backwards, I'm work backwards. We got the fans. No, I know that fans aren't a part of a team, but fans are a big part of an organization whether it's the NFL or the NBA or the baseball league. They are big parts of the organization. They buy tickets, <laughs> they buy merch, <laughs> they, they, uh, help the, they, they help the organization along. So I, I have fans. Fans are the guys that are supporters, admirers. Um, you know, one day they may try out for the team and, um, that's totally up to them. But, uh, those are the men that are a little intimidated by me or a little shy, um, or unavailable. And they know that they will get rejected or, (laughs) or they just, you know, they, like I said, they're admirers because they are 
unavailable. So, you know, those are the fans. Uh, thank you to all my fans. Appreciate it. Um, those are the ones that will heart everything. Um, they'll send, you know, sometimes they'll, you know, on IG, you just send like a little fire, a little heart, you know, they'll, they'll do something like that. Um, and that's as far as it goes. So to all my fans out there, I appreciate y'all. Then we have the practice team. So everyone starts out as fans, to be clear. And then those that try out, they make the practice team. So the practice team are those men who may or may not have my phone number. There are some members of the practice team that still only DM me. And then there are some who actually have my phone number for whatever reason, you know, whether they asked for it, whether I gave it to them, whether I've known them, um, you know, from before and we were friends or whatever. And uh, those are the ones that, you know, text me occasionally. We, you know, go out from time to time. Um, For the majority, there are, not for the majority, on my part, because I can't speak for anyone else. But for my part, they're they're friends. There's no feelings. Um, you know, I care about everybody because that's just the type of person I am. But there is, um, you. I mean, we're friends, and you know, there's a mutual interest. Obviously, you know, you know, if I like you, I go out with you, and um, we're just we're just seeing, seeing what it is. You know what I mean? Like. I know in sports with the practice team, those are the guys that when you go out and play, girls and guys, when you go out and play, they kind of give you like a trial run for what the real game is going to look like. So uh, they're not my practice dates, obviously, but, you know, those are the ones where there are no, there's no pressure on my part. There's no pressure. It's just a night out. It is, you know, a conversation. The conversations are never deep. They're never heavy. They're very light, the surface level, and we're just feeling things out. If, you know, you're on the practice team and, you know, you're consistent and there's, again, that mutual interest and there's a connection or a vibe, you know, then you go up to my starters. And the starters are the ones that get to play. And by that, I mean, those are the ones that we go out consistently. Um, those are the ones that could possibly be a plus one. You get a plus one invite at times. Those are the ones that get um, mentioned when friends ask, you know, hey, how, you know, how's your dating life? How's it going? Are you seeing anybody? They, they get mentioned. Uh, now, two, let me just stop and say, so for my starters, when I discuss with friends or in casual conversation, names are never really used. Everyone has a nickname um, for one reason or another, and that's how my friends keep track of who I'm dating. It's always, it's always nicknames. So, uh, so if you're listening and you're a starter and you know you're a starter, uh, don't 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 be discouraged. Don't don't be uh, don't be alarmed. Names are are never used because I am very protective of the people that I care about. 
And because I'm not exclusively dating one man at this time, I, um, I'm just very, you know, just very cautious. And I just like to keep things protected is the best way I can say it. So, um, yeah, so my starters are the ones that get talked about. They are the ones that there are matters of the heart. I, I care about them. There's a level of trust. There's a level of uh, genuine concern, I'm concerned about what concerns them. We are, you know, having more conversations that are beyond the surface level. We're having these intimate conversations. We're talking about our futures. We're talking about um, matters of the heart, you know, just what's, what's going on. They're, the emotional conversations, the, the intimate conversations, the conversations where, you know, okay, what, what, what are we doing? What do we look like? Um, and then the hope is that one day one of the starters would possibly, you know, be to get to get me to a place where we can, you know, disband the team. Um, also, starters are are a men that really show me how much I've grown because, you know, they say that, you know, sometimes we choose the same type of person and I can say right after my divorce, I was somewhat choosing, no, not somewhat. I was choosing the same type of man that I just ended a marriage with. And that's because I was, I was the same woman, you know? So once I evolved and once I grew and once I had time to heal, I noticed that the type of men that I date changed. So, you know, um, I'm by no means an expert, but as a piece of advice, if if you find yourself with the same type of person, you might want to take a step back and, and look at yourself because the healed you will attract a different person. And... I will say that um, if you're tired of what you're getting, then take a step back and and look at you. And there may be some more work that you have to do within yourself um, if you want to attract something something different. So I was thinking about I was thinking about my starters, and I won't say how many there are. Um, but when I was preparing for this episode, I was quite uh, taken back, if you will, when I realized the similarities. <laughs> like they are all, um, they are all such amazing men. Oh my God, they are amazing men. Um, but even within the starters, there are different positions. So uh, these guys that are actively playing um, on the on Tasha's team, if you will, they they still serve different positions. Um, in addition to being the plus one and the intimate conversations and the you know the emotions that they get from me and all this other stuff, I have I have an MVP, um, and you know MVP All American. This guy is. I can be 
myself in my purest form with him. And it's so crazy because y'all, I'm always put together. I like to think I'm polished. Um, I'm always on, right? I'm always on. And with him, there are days where I just legit am just like jelly, like walking around the store and he's like, uh, where are you going? We're, you're looking for this. We're going this way. And I thought, what? and the sound will be like right there. And I, and I think I used to get frustrated because I used to say like, yo, I'm smart. Like I am polished. I am put together. Like I do this for the, 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 this person and that person. And, and then I realized like, yo, like, I don't, I don't have to perform with you. I don't have to be on, I guess perform is not the right word. I don't have to be quote unquote on when I'm with him. And I love that. Like, I just love that. I can just not be on, you know, for him. Um, so currently, you know, he's my, he's my all American. Um, I have a rookie, <laughs> I have a rookie and he's only the rookie, um, because he's younger. I won't say how much younger because that ain't nobody's business. <laughs> but he he's younger and I have expressed to him my concern about um, the age difference. And so that, he says, yeah, and. <laughs> so, you know, um, also he um, is, he has become also a safe space. I, I trust him. And I trust him because he has proven uh, to be a safe space. And I do appreciate, you know, the conversations that we have. And I don't know, I, I think the age thing still kind of trips me up, but I'm, I'm being open in the season. So we'll see. Um, and then... So I told y'all that I was bad with um, with the uh, uh, sports analogy. So this is the best way I can describe this particular team player. So you know how Jordan had Pimpin, Scotty Pimpin. That's what this other guy is. So whatever Pimpin is to Jordan, that's what this guy is. Again, I'm sure y'all are going to tear me up <laughs> in my text messages, in my DMs when this episode goes out. But um, yeah, that, that's what he is. He is, I guess, an assist. I'm going to stop with the, the sports terms because I'm sure I'm tearing this up. But he is, he's, he's not like the star, but also he's not not a star, if that makes sense. Y'all know what I mean? Like he is. He's also one that I can just be around. Um, he is, he says something to me. I'm really trying to be careful about what I say, <laughs> but he is, um, he, okay, so I'm just going to say it. I don't think I'll get into much trouble. He asked me, he's one that has asked what he can do for me. And that like to I guess to most women I don't know if that matters or not, but to me that matters so much. Um, and 
again, all of my starters, they don't require anything from me but to be Tasha. Good, bad, or indifferent. Whatever day, uh, and that and that depends on the day with me, to be quite honest. It doesn't matter. They can handle me. Um, and I mean that in the best way possible because I don't mind being handled. Take that as you want to. Hmm? Okay, um, I'll leave that right where it is. Okay, so, because I also wanted to take time to kind of brag on them because again, who I'm dating now is a reflection of how I've healed and how far I've come in my own journey. Um, Because I couldn't say these things about previous players. So again, like I, I mentioned previously, they're all amazing men in their own right. They are all uh, servants. They all possess a heart of service towards their families, their cities, their churches, and their communities. And to me, that matters so much. Um, they're all booked and busy, like in real time. And I was saying to someone not long ago, for you to sit around and wait for me to get off is such a turn off. Like, don't hit me up like uh, what you doing every 30 minutes. You not off of work yet? I don't, why, you not, why you not still at work? You know what I mean? Like, why are you not busy doing something? Um, so I appreciate a man where we got to find time. Like, that's sexy to me. Like, oh, you busy this night? Oh, I'm busy that night. What about this night? You know, I, I love that for both of us. Um, and that might be weird. I don't know. But I, I enjoy that. I enjoy the fact that um, these guys are servants because I'm a servant and they're givers. And I'm a giver, so it it works. Um, they're they're all alphas, and I know we talk a lot about alphas, but let me be very clear. Like, I enjoy a true alpha, and the alpha is not just the man who um, is a quote unquote boss. I'm talking about my starters, y'all, because they my starters. They take up space in a room. Their energy, their aura, their vibe. Like, if you don't know who they are, when they walk in a room, you're going to pay attention to them. I like that so much. Um, They are all gentlemen. Y'all, when I'm with them, I don't touch a door. Um, I don't drive. I... Like they, they are gentlemen in every sense of the word. And I like for, for someone like me, who was always kind of like running point and running logistics and, and being quote unquote on, I enjoy when I don't have to be. And I know now we're all talking about soft life and I've been soft. Okay. Like I am the girliest of girls. And, you know, some people may think otherwise or whatever, but please, please understand and hear me clearly. I am who I am because of what I have to be. You know what I mean? Like once my ex-husband left, I had to move. I had to put soft in the background to take care of business. Let me be very clear. But at my core, y'all, I'm a girl. I am a pumps and pearls 
and lip gloss and nail polish type of chick. And I don't make any apologies for it. If you're not that type of girl, that's fine. There's somebody out there for you too. But I am all about the soft life. And when I first started dating um, each of them, it was still an adjustment because the previous team, I was opening up doors. I, 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 I was doing, um, not that they weren't gentlemen, but it's just like they weren't making an effort. So it's just like, you know, I can open my own door. I can pay for a moon check. You know, it is what it is. But with them, why are you touching that door? What's, what's happening? Why are you walking on the side of the street where the cars are? Are you crazy? Why are you reaching for your wallet? I don't, you ain't got to ever pay for anything when I'm around. Oh, okay. I appreciate that. Um, they are all good communicators. All of them. The conversations that we have are so enlightening and they're so meaningful and they're, I am an over communicator. So communication is so important to me. And also not only are they good communicators, but they comprehend very well. And again, I appreciate that because all the communication in the world don't matter if you don't understand what I'm saying. And vice versa. They are very patient and they're kind. And not just patient and kind in general, but they are patient and they are kind with me. Uh, because sometimes I can be a lot. And that's okay. Because again, you can't ask for me to just be me and then get annoyed with me when I am me. So they do both. Like, especially my All-American, my MVP. Like, I can just be me. And y'all, he is so patient when just being me is irky and annoying. They are all very clear and they are all very intentional. Um, And this last thing that I'm going to say about them is probably the one thing that I love the most about all of them. They, and I am not just saying this, I'm telling you what I know and what I have seen for myself. They are all extraordinary fathers. They all have children and they all are committed to the enrichment, the development, the protection, and the provision of their children. They are present fathers and they all co-parent with such grace that I admire. And if you are listening to this and you know you are one of my starters, please hear me clearly when I say you are an amazing father. And that is probably beyond, um, and I will say one more thing after that. So one thing, they're all believers. Um, They all have relationships with God. So it's their belief in their faith and their walk with God. And then being an amazing father is what draws me in. On top of everything else that they do and that they are in my life. These men are examples 
And most importantly, they're good examples um, of what, in my opinion, and I'm very, I say this very lightly, um, about what a, a true man is, uh, the epitome of a man, if you will. They all remind me of my father, which is why I think I'm so drawn to them. And I am so fortunate that, of course, you know, I'm not going to be with all of them forever, but I am, I'm so fortunate for the time that I am with them because I get to learn from them. And they pour into me just as much as I like to think I pour into them. Um, so you might be thinking, all right, Tasha, if these men are so great, girl, just pick one and, and get your man. But here's the thing. As much as they are all great, they're all human. And there are challenges. Because again, no one's perfect. And not challenges with them only, but also there are still some challenges with me. But unlike the former team where I said earlier, every one of those guys like put together made like one great guy for me, the team, the the starters that I have now, individual alone, they're a great guy. So I would be more than blessed and more than lucky and more than fortunate if I were to end up with any one of those guys. But because, you know, we're dating intentionally, what I'm doing to them, they're doing the same thing to me. You know what I mean? Like they're dating multiple people. So I am not the only person that they're dating and I'm okay with it. And they're okay with it because why? They're all good communicators and they're all clear and very intentional. So there's nothing underhanded going on. There's nothing sneaky going on. I'm very honest with them all. So honest to the point when I have a plus one, I talk to one person about it and they can't make it, but I still want to know who you take. Or, you know, if you, I would like to know if you're comfortable telling me, you know, who you take. And I just want to stop here and say, there's no cross-talking. So the guys that I date know that I date multiple men, but they don't know who they are. They don't know anything about them. In fact, they probably, I might get a lot of downloads for this episode because this is probably the most I've ever talked about all of them. (laughs) So they don't know anything about the other person, but I'm dating them. Um, And that is a conversation that I have up front before they make even the practice team. So once you try out and you make the team, I sit down and I have a very honest and open conversation. And there have been some men that aren't okay with it. And that's fine. And there have been some men that are okay with it. Also fine. And then there are some men who are very honest and say, I don't really like it, but I get it. And then to that, I say, you don't have to do this. Like you don't have to stay on board but I will respect you either way. And I respect if you already feel the way, I'm definitely, if I'm, if I'm asking you to an event, I'm not going to say if I take anybody else or if I've asked anybody else before you or if I take anybody else if you can't go because that's being insensitive. And to everybody that I deal with, I want to be fair and honest and sensitive to your particular need. 
Um, also, one thing I, I meant to add um, with actually everybody on the team, everyone's really present with me, which I appreciate, whether it's uh, the practice team or the starters, um, they're very present. So when I'm with them, I'm with them and vice versa. Like I feel um, very present with them and I feel like I'm getting all their, not like I, I know I'm getting their attention in that moment. And when we have our conversations and, and we go out. So that is my team. Uh, again, apologies for all the mistakes with the uh, sports analogies, but um, yeah, this, this is my team. I'm, I'm happy with it. It's ever changing. So in three months, three weeks, shoot, I don't know. Uh, it may, it may change. <laughs> um, so the quote that I want to leave with everyone today is a quote that um, I got off, well, I found on the ever inspirational TikTok. And uh, I don't know if this lady is the original uh, creator of it, but she was the first person that I heard with um, with this quote. So I'm going to uh, credit her. I don't know her personally, but TikTok creator Katana says this. If he likes you, you'll know it. If he doesn't, you'll be confused. And I can honestly say, going into the 2023 season of Tasha's team, I'm not confused at all. Whether it be my starters or my practice team. And I'll even go as far as to say, if you're still a fan, then maybe I'm a bit confused, which is probably why you're a fan. I don't know, possibly. Uh, but yeah, that's that's my quote. If he or she likes you, you'll know it. If he or she doesn't, you'll be confused. Uh, so with that, I love everybody. Thank y'all for listening to the No Prelude podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Natasha underscore Levon and follow the podcast at No Prelude podcast on Instagram. I will see y'all next time. Bye.